Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Doctors diagnosed the four-year-old with muscular dystrophy, a progressive muscle degenerating disease. And a year later, doctors discussed wheelchairs with the family. But this young man protested that he didn't want to have to use one. A family and friends prayed for him, and they raised funds for a professionally trained service dog. Oh, that's good. To help keep him out of the wheelchair for as long as possible. Tales for Life, the organization that trained the service dog, is currently preparing waffles to serve this young man. On one of those difficult days, the boy hugged his mom and said, I'm happy there's no muscular dystrophy in heaven. The degenerating effects of sickness affect all people on this side of eternity. You, you have trouble every day, by the way. You know that, don't you? Sure you do. This boy, however, had an enduring hope that can strengthen our resolve on those inevitable tough days. God gives us the promise of a new heaven and a new earth, Revelation 21.1. Our creator, our sustainer, will dwell among us by making his home with us. He will wipe away every tear from our eyes, and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And when the wait feels too hard, too long, we can experience peace because God's promise is going to be fulfilled. To God be the glory. What in the world is going on? Let's go to Hialeah, Florida. They have arrested a second suspect there for an alleged assault on a canvasser for for Senator Marco Rubio. That all took place on Sunday night, according to an arrest affidavit, Jonathan Alexander Casanova joined Javier Lopez in attacking the canvasser. At least that's what they told police. Casanova told him he could not pass through the area because he was a Republican. Republicans not allowed. Just a nutcase of a world sometimes. Meanwhile, the Florida governor's race down there is beginning to look like a real blowout, and the U.S. Senate race is barely any closer, according to a new poll from the University of North Florida. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has the support of 55% of registered voters. Democrat Charlie Crist, 41%. Given DeSantis's historic fundraising and popularity among Republicans, his lead in this race is not surprising, they say. The surprise is these numbers is that Florida, in a statewide race there, is closer to a blowout than it is to a recount. That is just great news. Oh, and the Senate campaign, Senator Marco Rubio again, against 43% of respondents who favored Democratic candidate Representative Val Dennings. 54% is the magic number there. Yeah, it could be a blowout everywhere come November the 8th. Boy, you just wonder why some people do some of the things that they do. Do you remember one of the big supporters in days gone by of Donald Trump and Christianity? And, and now they're calling him a nutcase and he's lost everything. The consequences of repeated brazen anti-Semitic attacks. Anti-Semitic attacks over the past few weeks have just unraveled the empire of Kanye West, better known as Yee, the musician, the fashion designer tarnished his goodwill with financial institutions and celebrity footholds. They're dropping him right and left. He saw his sprawling multi-billion dollar business cleave Tuesday from its largest backer, Adidas. And after weeks of silence and mounting public pressure, the German company, the last major holdout, 
said we're done as business partners, announced that it would immediately end production of the Yeezy-branded products and stop all payments to Yee and his companies. Again, why do people do some of the dumb things they do? Oh, can we keep talking about January the 6th and the big riot at the U.S. Capitol? Trump supporters, well, they tried to destroy democracy by assaulting that building and even sitting in chairs and offices belonging to the loony lefties like Nancy Pelosi. Her special and one-sided committee has released hours of testimony about how it was all at the footsteps of uh, Donald Trump. At least that's the story of the demon that Democrats are selling. But you know what? Americans, they're just not buying it. Really. Again, you can just Google things here. The network, MSNBC, just the host stunned by a citizen panel rejecting media narratives about January the 6th. Riot was like a Black Lives Matter violence program, only on a very small scale. It's interesting. Life. What to believe and who to believe. More news right after this important message. Well, I have really been intrigued, enlightened, and educated as of late watching the YouTube video series by Chuck Mishler, The Bible, in 24 hours. So many of you want to know some of the things going on as what a fascinating Bible study this is. So yeah, just go to YouTube, Chuck Mishler, and he's got tons of things on there. He's passed away, what, 2018? But I'm t this guy was brilliant. Some of the things he shares is just takes me a while to get my mind around it. So those of you that want to go a little deeper uh, with your Bible, Chuck Mishler, The Bible in 24 Hours YouTube series. And if you just want some general knowledge of life, Jordan Peterson is one of the most brilliant minds in the world, a clinical psychologist from Toronto, Canada. Been listening to some of his things. He's not a Christian, but he really espouses a number of Christian doctrines and how, well, I'm just fascinated by it. He's just a house. Ignorant you'd have to be to not believe the Bible is the word. Again, just fascinating. Jordan Peterson, psychologist. He's got great videos as well. And Chuck Mishler, the Bible in 24 hours. Just want to get informed, don't you? Absolutely. Well, several of you have asked the question about uh, Halloween. It's going to be the biggest holiday of the year soon. I think Christmas still has it. The Word of God tells us that we are to abstain, now get this, from all appearances of evil. What does that mean? And we're also told to not cause others to stumble. Talking to the choir now, the Christian community, the unsaved receive not the things of the Spirit of God. Those are just three of the many biblical admonitions I often wonder in my mind about when people say that they are going to participate. Christians are going to participate some way in Halloween, maybe even have a, a party at church for Halloween, but it won't be called that, on harvest night or something. Why is there such a controversy? I and my wife always celebrated this yearly event until we came to know Christ as Savior. Some Christians see it as innocent and harmless. It really is Satan's biggest day of the year. Innocent? Harmless? I've been studying the enemy now for over four decades, and I've produced several articles, videos, audio presentations on Satan and his demons. Don't miss this. It's important. Halloween is a satanic holiday, 
established to worship all evil spirits and to promote darkness and wickedness and death. Warning, it is impossible for Christians to celebrate Halloween without compromising their faith. Halloween, no matter how many celebrate it and how commercialized it's become, has almost completely pagan origins. As innocent as it may be to some, it's not something to be taken lightly. Christians tend uh, various ways to celebrate or not celebrate this day. For some, it means having a different dress-up party. For others, it's staying away from devils and ghosts and witches and goblins, etc., and maybe wearing a neutral-type costume. Little animals and clowns and cowboys and superheroes, Spider-Man's a favorite. Some choose not to do anything, electing to lock the doors and turn the lights off. The Bible doesn't address Halloween, does it? But it does give us some basic principles. I believe they're very important. In Old Testament Israel, witchcraft was a crime punishable by death. How many witches will there be out on Halloween? I mean, kids dressed as witches. Exodus 22:18, Leviticus 19:31, Leviticus 26, Leviticus 20:27, 20, Acts 8:9 through 24. The story of Simon shows that occultism and Christianity cannot mix. Then there's Elibus, the sorcerer you'll find in Acts chapter 13, starting at verse 6. The message seems to be pretty clear in that it reveals that sorcery is violently opposed to Christianity. Paul called Elibus a child of the devil, an enemy of righteousness, and a perverter of the ways of God. In Acts 16, there was this gal that told fortunes until she lost her demon powers when the evil spirit was cast out by Paul. The interesting matter here is that Paul refused to allow even good statements to come from a demon-possessed or influenced person. Acts 19 shows the lost coming to Christ. They break away from their demonic past and occultism by confessing, showing their evil deeds, and bringing their magic paraphernalia and burning it before everyone, Acts 19.19. 19. You know, I mentioned death earlier. I counseled with a gal over a year that had dozens and dozens of demons, and Halloween was a very special day back then to her. She even participated in baby sacrifices on Halloween, Satan's high day on earth. So the question remains, should a Christian, should a Christian celebrate Halloween? Really? Is there anything evil about a Christian dressing up as a princess or a cowboy, maybe, joining the crowd and going around the block, knocking on doors and asking for candy? Guilt by association, maybe? Better question, are there things about Halloween that is anti-Christian and should be avoided totally? And that answer is absolutely. We find four places in the New Testament where the Bible says you're not to cause others to stumble. So you're going to participate in Halloween. Since salvation for us almost 50 years ago, I just adopted this program. When in doubt, don't. That's the philosophy. I don't see any doubt here, if you ever had any before. If parents are going to allow their children to participate in Halloween, I believe they automatically get involved in the darkest aspects of this demonic day. God says give no place to the devil, Ephesians 4.27. I'm not sure how you take something evil and make it good. Some things in life are just to be avoided, period. 
There are many Christians out there who hand out tracts that share the gospel along with Halloween candy. Still, isn't that participation? I know you have freedom and liberty. We all do. But make sure you don't use that freedom and liberty to cause others to stumble in their faith. We are to do all things as unto the Lord. Just something to think about. So what are some of the other things happening in today's world? Well, it's getting dark sooner. The sun set at 6.01 last night in New York City. And that's the last time it'll set after 6 p.m. until March 2023. Hello, darkness, my old friend. What to do with all of this plastic? Plastic recycling rates. Plastic recycling rates have never been something to write home about, but according to a new report by Greenpeace, they've gotten even worse in recent years. All of those bagless trips to the grocery store, cradling your rotisserie chickens in your arms to save the planet, and exactly what are we doing here? According to a report, less than 5% of all plastic waste that was discarded by Americans in 2021, that's 51 million tons, only 5% was recycled. Is that right? And that's a big drop from the EPA's 2018 estimate that would be nearly 9%. So what is recyclable? Not much, I guess. According to the report, virtually no plastic, including those soda bottles, meets the threshold to be called recyclable. Plus, waste management companies have no infrastructure to collect and sort the many varieties of types of plastic, there are thousands of them, to properly recycle them. And they just can't be melted together, and there you go. You know, I don't know. I think it's just hard to get my mind around the fact that a superstar from the Women's National Basketball Association could be in a prison in Russia for eight years. Her appeal has been rejected. A Russian court upheld the prison sentence for Brittany Griner, found guilty on drug charges, required to serve at least eight years in a Russian penal colony, Unless the U.S. government makes some sort of a promise to bring her home in a prisoner swap, that's probably going to happen. According to this homosexual's wife, Brittany Griner's wife, she said that uh, her husband, is, is that right, is at the absolute weakest moment of her life right now. Now, what's this all about? Big trouble in Europe? Gas? Europe has an exact reverse of the problem you might think there. Most people think that it has too much natural gas. Dozens of ships are waiting to offload liquefied natural gas at European storage facilities, but they've got nowhere to put the stuff. Caverns are filled to the brim there. And given the ample supply, European natural gas prices have dropped more than 70% from the previous high there in August. Well, that's some kind of a problem to have, huh? And finally, who said that? Hey, you can't vote to murder children on Tuesday and then come Sunday sing, Oh, How I Love Jesus. Mike Cox down at WHCB said he didn't mean to, to brag. He was. He said he put a puzzle together in just a day. And the box said two to four years. <laughs> oh, and here's really a good one. In a divided nation like we have right now, I'm with those ones who carry the guns and know which bathroom to use. How about you? And one more today. Great day to be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
Where is my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, where have you been? I'm teasing. Wanted to thank you for joining me on Facebook. So many of you, Greg, Jerry, G. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, thank you for praying for us, sending us goodies of different sorts on Facebook, as well as Messenger. And uh, those of you that support us financially, thank you. You know who you are, and we are so blessed with your gifts. I mean that sincerely. Hey, we're going out to Las Vegas in November. Maybe some of you could... Hey, what happens in Las Vegas? It goes every, Come join me, along with the rest of the team of Southwest Radio Church, Billy Crone's Church, coming up. It's the second annual Prophecy Conference. Sunrise Bible Church, actually, in Henderson, Nevada. You can stand out in the parking lot and look down over, oh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is one beautiful place. Get a chance. Come join us November the 19th and 20th in Las Vegas. It's going to be a great time. Hundreds have registered so far. I'm going to be speaking on the country and demonic involvement in the lives of Christians. Why well, can come on out and join us. That's November 19th and 20th. Mrs. Patton and I are so looking forward to this. Well, I want to challenge you today. I want to see if this has ever happened to you. Or, or maybe, wait a minute, this is you. I've been trying to get in touch with a pastor, a funeral director, someone that used to go to my church, and, uh, well, as of today, I'm three out of three, and this thing is not working very well. It just drives me crazy. They're not getting back with me. No texting, no phone, no email. What have I done? Does that sound at all familiar? And oftentimes you get in touch with somebody and you think they are, well, they have to be absolutely the busiest person on the face of the earth. Uh, couldn't even find five minutes for me. I think that uh, we have a problem here. But I have discovered something and uh, it's really a great truth. This is just a little reminder today. It'll strike home. If there is something that I really want to do... Uh, Hey, you fill in the blank. It, it's you. There's something you really want to do. You know what? You will do it. All excuses aside. Oh, yeah, you're going to get it. If I don't want to do something, fill in the blank. You'll find an excuse or a reason why you cannot do that. You are where you are today because that's where you want to be, whether you're willing to admit it or not. You know, when I was at Bob Jones University, Jones Jr. quoted his dad. So the stars fall out of the sky, you do right. Well, that's a key, isn't it? Adolf Hitler once said, I freed Germany from the stupid, degrading fallacies of conscience and morality. We will train young people before whom the world will tremble. I want young people capable of violence, relentless, and cruel. Are we there today? C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters. We read the story of an older demon counseling a younger demon. At one point in the book we read, You will say that these are very small sins, and doubtless, like all young tempters, you are anxious to be able to report spectacular wickedness. But do remember, the only thing that matters is the extent to which you separate the man from the enemy. Of course, that's our God. 
It does not matter how small the sins are, provided that their cumulative effect is to keep the man away from the light. Murder is no better than cards, if cards will do the trick. Indeed, the safest road to hell is a gradual one. The gentle slope, soft underfoot, without sudden turnings, without milestones, and without signpost. Wow! C.S. Lewis hit it right on the head, did he not? The easiest way for me to grow as a person, as a pastor, as a Christian, is to surround myself with people smarter than I am. And there are a bunch of them out there, many of you listening. You know, to truly better yourself, others have to be first. They have to be in a higher esteem than you are. Think of them that way. God will bless you the more you give to others. You know, I'm going to submit to one another. Ephesians 5, 18 through 21, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart, giving thanks always for all things unto God. And the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another. There it is, in the fear of God. Submission is one equal, willingly, and lovingly placing himself under another equal that Jesus Christ may be glorified. How are you doing in that one? How about this? I will forbear one another. Forbearance is to graciously endure and put up with sinful attitudes and actions in others. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein ye are called. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Well, that's so hard to do in the church today. Back in the old days, we just had one trouble spot after another, it seems like. But the closer people got to the Lord, unity became an operative word in our church. It's really unified this day. I'm going to confess to one another. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man, what does it do? It avails much. Are you that righteous person? The failure to do this holds back forgiveness, healing, and revival more than anything else in the world today. Confess your faults one to another. Have you done that recently? And then I'm going to forgive one another. Ephesians 4.32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. God has so willingly and freely forgiven us, we should forgive others. To forgive you must have a little taste of Calvary, but it's worth the price. Forgive quickly. Forgive genuinely. Forgive completely. I'm going to pray for you. Lord, let me live for others that I may live for thee. When you and others begin to do that, you're going to be a colony of heaven. And finally, I understand that uh, this has happened many times. This is just one of the stories. This person said they went to Walmart's restroom there, closed the stall door, and the voice said, Hey, how are you? Embarrassed, I kind of said, I, I, I'm all right. The voice said, so what are you up to? 
I said, well, just handle a little private business over here, I guess, like you. Then I heard, can I come over there? Annoyed, I said, please, excuse me. Then the voice in the other stall said, listen, I'm going to have to call you back. There's some idiot in the next stall answering all my questions. <laughs> oh, why not? That's it. I've had my say and other stuff for another day. I'm Greg Patton. Thanks for being here. Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Until tomorrow, same time, same place. God bless you. Enjoy the remainder of your Wednesday.